Mental health medications. Overview. Medications can play a role in treating mental health disorders and conditions and are often used in combination with other treatment approaches such as psychotherapies and brain stimulation therapies. Medication can affect people in different ways and it may take several tries to find the medication that is most effective with the fewest side effects. It is important for people to work with health care provider or mental health professional to develop a treatment plan that meets their needs and medical situation. Antidepressants. Antidepressants are medications that are used to treat depression. In some cases, healthcare providers may prescribe antidepressants to uh, uh, treat other health conditions such as anxiety, pain, or insomnia. Commonly prescribed types of antidepressants include selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, serotonin non-epinephrine reuptake inhibitors, and norepinephrine dopamine reuptake inhibitors. These medications are commonly prescribed because they improve symptoms related to a broad group of depressive and, or, and anxiety disorders that are associated with fewer side effects than older types of antidepressants. Maybe older anti, antidepressant medications such as tricyclics and monomine oxidase inhibitors are associated with more side effects. They may be the best option for some people. Antidepressant medications take time to work, usually four to eight weeks, and symptoms such as problems with sleep, appetite, energy, concentration sometimes improve before mood lifts. It's important for people to follow their healthcare provider's direction and take the medications for the recommended amount of time before deciding whether it works. Common side effects of serotonin, uh, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors and other antidepressants include upset stomach, headache, or sexual dysfunction. The side effects are generally mild and tend to improve over time. People who are sensitive to the side effects of these medications tend to benefit from starting with a low dose, increasing the daily dose slowly and adjusting when they are able to take the medication, for example, at bedtime or with food. Exacimine is the new FDA-approved medication for treating uh, resistant depression, which may be diagnosed when a person's symptoms have not improved after trying at least two antidepressant therapies. Esketamine is delivered as a nasal spray in a healthcare provider's office, a clinic, or in a hospital. It often acts rapidly, typically within a couple of hours, to relieve depression symptoms. People usually continue to take an oral antidepressant to maintain improvement in symptoms. Combining antidepressants with medications or supplements that is also on the serotonin system, such as triptan medications often used to treat migraine headaches, and St. John's Ward, a dietary supplement, can cause a rare but life-threatening illness called serotonin syndrome. Symptoms, symptoms of serotonin syndrome include agitation, muscle twitches, hallucinations, hear, seeing or hearing things others do not see. High temperature, unusual blood pressure changes. For the most part, most people, the risk of extreme reactions is low. It is important for healthcare providers to consider all possible interactions. Use extra care in prescribing and monitoring medication combinations that carry above average risk. Please note, in some cases, children, teenagers, and young adults under 25 may experience an increase in suicidal thought or behavior when taking antidepressants, especially in the first few weeks and starting the medication or when the dose has changed. People of all ages taking antidepressants should be watched closely, especially during the few weeks of treatment. Anti-anxiety medications. Anti-anxiety medications help reduce symptoms of anxiety, such as panic attacks and extreme fear and worry. Many medications commonly used to treat depression, including SSRIs or SNRIs, may also be used to treat anxiety. 
In the case of panic disorder or social anxiety disorder, healthcare providers typically start with SSRIs or other antidepressants as the first treatment because they have fewer side effects than other medications. Another common type of anti-anxiety medication is benzodiazepines. These medications are sometimes used to treat generalized anxiety disorder. Short half-life or short-acting benzodiazepines are used to treat short-term symptoms of anxiety. Healthcare providers may also prescribe beta blockers off-label to treat short-term symptoms. People with phobias and overwhelming and unreasonable fear of an object or situation, such as public speaking, often experience physical symptoms. Beta blockers can help manage these symptoms, such as heart rate, sweating, and tremors. As short-term treatments, benzodiazepines and beta blockers can be used to treat to use as needed to reduce severe anxiety. Taking benzodiazepines over a long period of time may lead to drug tolerance and even dependence. To avoid these symptoms, healthcare providers usually prescribe benzodiazepines for short periods and then taper them slowly to reduce the likelihood that a person will experience withdrawal symptoms or renewed anxiety symptoms. Beta blockers generally are not recommended for people with asthma or diabetes because they may worsen the symptoms related to both conditions. Buceparone is a different type of medication. It is sometimes used to treat anxiety over longer periods. In contrast to benzodiazepine, buceparone may be taken every day for three to four weeks uh, to reach its full effect and is not effective for treating anxiety on an as-needed basis. Stimulants. Healthcare providers may prescribe stimulant medications when treating attention deficit hyperactivity disorder and narcolepsy. Stimulants increase alertness, attention, and energy. They may also elevate blood pressure, heart rate, and breathing. Prescription stimulants typically improve alertness and focus for some people regardless of diagnosis. These medications can markedly improve daily functioning with people with significant focus problems such as people with ADHD. Although motor hyperactivity associated with ADHD in children usually goes away by the time they reach adolescence, people with ADHD continue to experience inattention and difficulty with focus into adulthood. As such, stimulant medications can, help, can be helpful for adults with ADHD as well as children and adolescents with ADHD. Stimulant medications are safe when taken under a healthcare provider's supervision and used as directed. Some children taking them may report feeling slightly different or funny. Most side effects of stimulant medications are minor and disappear at lower doses. Some parents worry that stimulant medications may lead to misuse or dependence, but evidence shows that this is unlikely when the medications are used as prescribed. Others challenge with stimulant treatments such as sleep disturbance and slowed growth can generally be safely managed in collaboration with prescribing healthcare provider while continuing treatment. Antipsychotics. Antipsychotic medication are typically used to treat psychosis, a condition that involves some loss of contact with reality. People experience a psychotic episode often experience delusions, false beliefs, or hallucinations, hearing or seeing things others do not hear or see. Psychosis can be related to drug use or mental disorders such as schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, or severe depression, known as psychotic depression. Healthcare providers may also prescribe antipsychotic medications in combination with other medications to relieve symptoms associated with delirium, dementia, or other health mental health conditions. Antipsychotic treatments for older adults often necessitates additional care and consideration. The FDA requires that all antipsychotic medication labels include a black box warning stating that antipsychotics are associated with increased rates of stroke or death in older, older adults with dementia. Older first-generation antipsychotic medications are sometimes called 
typical antipsychotics or neuroleptics. Long-term use of typical antipsychotic medication may lead to a condition involving uncontrollable muscle movements called tardive dyskinesia. Tardive dyskinesia can range from mild to severe. People who think they may have tardive dyskinesia should check with their health care provider before stopping their medication. Newer second-generation medications are called, sometimes called atypical antipsychotics. Several atypical antipsychotics may be used to treat a broader range of symptoms compared with the older medications. For example, these medications are sometimes used to treat bipolar depression and depression that has not responded to antidepressant medication alone. Healthcare providers may ask people taking atypical antipsychotic medications to participate in regular monitoring to check weight, glucose levels, and lipid levels. Some symptoms such as feeding or feeling agitated and having hallucinations typically go away within days of starting antipsychotic medication. Other symptoms such as delusions usually go away within a few weeks of starting the antipsychotic medication. However, people may not experience the full effects of antipsychotic medication for up to six weeks. If a person's symptoms do not improve with the usual antipsychotic medication, they may be prescribed an atypical antipsychotic called clozapine. People who take clozapine must have regular blood tests to check for potentially dangerous side effects that occurs in 1-2% to of people. Mood stabilizers. Mood stabilizers are typically used to treat bipolar disorder and change and mood changes associated with other mental disorders. In some cases, healthcare providers may prescribe mood stabilizers to augment the effect in other medication used to treat depression. Lithium, an effective mood stabilizer, is approved for treatment of mania and maintenance treatment of bipolar disorder. Some studies indicate that lithium may reduce the risk of suicide among people taking it for long-term maintenance. Healthcare providers generally ask people who are taking lithium to participate in a regular monitoring check for, uh, to check for lithium levels and kidney and thyroid function. Mood stabilizers are sometimes used to treat depression, usually as an antidepressant. Schizoaffective disorder or impulse control and certain mental illnesses in children. For people with bipolar depression, healthcare providers typically prescribe a mood stabilizer and an antidepressant to reduce the risk of switching into mania or rapid cycling. Some anticonvulsant medications may also be used as mood stabilizers as they may work better than lithium for some people, such, such as people with mixed symptoms of mania and depression or those with rapid cycling bipolar disorder. Healthcare providers generally ask people taking anticonvulsants to participate in regular monitoring to check medication levels and assess side effects and potential interactions with other common medications.